With this week's Press Luncheon Audio, you're going to hear first from quarterback Sefa Lufau, then head coach Mike McIntyre, and lastly, nose tackle Justin Solis. All right, any questions for Sefa? Sefa, Arizona State has a reputation of being pretty aggressive defensively. What, what do you see from those guys on film? Yeah, definitely They, uh, from the film we've already seen, they like to do a lot of pressures. Um, they kind of do some unsound things behind the pressure that they run, so... Uh, we just got to be ready. You know, they'll make some plays because they do so many uh, blitzes and stuff. But um, I think that uh, if we block it right up front, then uh, we can get some big plays on them. So, have you seen them change at all from last year on defense? Last year, you guys put up over 500 yards against them, had a pretty successful day. As far as moving all the basically the same speed, <coughs> and you feel confident going against them? Yeah, I think so. You know, I'm definitely confident going up against them. I don't think they've changed a lot from last year. Uh, maybe a wrinkle or two here or there that they've switched up. But I think for the most part, they've got the same scheme going, uh, same defensive coaches too, and you know, their head coach runs their defense. So uh, we think we can do some uh, good things against them this week. Seppo, if the shoulder was better last week than it was the week before, how is it feeling now? Do you think it'll be physically for this, this game? Uh, it's, it's feeling great. You know, I was kind of joking around that if, uh, if you wanted to play on Sunday, we could play again. Um, you know, it, it's not a factor right now. You know, I think I did a lot better against Oregon than I did the week before, and uh, it, it already feels better than, I guess, the Tuesday before, um, uh, so previous week. So we're definitely feeling good, and we'll be ready for ASU. So, uh, Coach Lindgren said that you've been limited to throwing the last couple of weeks, and that he feels that's kind of hurt you a little bit. You feel like you're going to throw more. Have you been throwing a little bit more so far this week? Yeah, yeah, already thrown a lot more than compared to last week, and you know, especially the week before that. And um, yeah, definitely, definitely struggling on some throws, which is which is frustrating. But um, you know, just go back and look at film and, and fix the correction or fix yeah, fix the corrections, and you know, just just try and be more fundamentally sound so I can hit my receivers and continue drives. Does it give you guys any added motivation that uh, you guys haven't? ASU since joining the Pac-12 and CU hasn't ever beat uh, ASU in the history? Uh, I don't know about added motivation because I think that we're just so frustrated right now and uh, with ourselves mostly because of kind of the way we ended last week, uh, kind of the way we played, especially on offense, uh, the way we started, which is really frustrating, kind of the way we ended too, which was not the best. And so, you know, we just want to go out there and win and, you know, we don't really want to focus on the past, but, you know, we think we can do some really good things on offense against ASU and, we just have to be more consistent uh, in terms of taking care of the ball and uh, being able to move the ball up and down the field. In general, the offense has not been as uh, productive and as explosive as last year. From your perspective, what's going on offensively? You guys haven't been able to really click, and what needs to happen for you guys to change that? I think it's just every position making a mistake here or there that's kind of costly uh, for the offense as a whole. You know, quarterback, uh, receiver, uh, running back. You know, it's just little things, the little details that we're missing, uh, maybe alignment or who we're blocking on this play or the read for a certain pass play against a certain coverage. And it just happens every other play with a different uh, position group and it just ultimately hurts the team. Um, just everyone has to be on the same page um, on the same on, on one particular play so that we can execute to the fullest. So I said several, I spoke to Brian over two you guys aren't pushing the panic button because of your struggles on offense? No, no, definitely not pressing the panic button. And I think other people are panicking more than we are. I think we're pretty calm, and 
we understand that we're not doing as well as we would like, but we are, uh, I guess, looking into it uh, and film-wise and seeing what we can do to fix that and uh, trying to be more productive like we were last year. When you play a team like Arizona State, who is so aggressive on defense and they blitz so much, obviously that opens up the potential for big plays as an offense. Do you like seeing a team that's that aggressive because it does maybe open up the opportunity for big plays? Uh, yes and no. I mean, I think that if it's a team like uh, Cal, for instance, last year who kind of sat back the whole time, you know, I still think that we were pretty productive against them as well. You just have to be able to find, I guess, the holes or gaps in the defense and kind of take what they give you. And with this defense, yes, they do blitz a lot, which uh, they'll make some plays. They'll, maybe they'll get a sack or uh, they'll stop us behind the line of scrimmage on a run. But uh, we think for the most part that uh, we can we can do some things to kind of get around that and uh, make them pay for blitzing a lot. And so. Uh, we just got to make sure we're, we're good on everything up front and uh, out on the perimeter so that we can uh, hurt them in the run in the pass game. Sorry. Uh, last week you played a team who, who's coming off of a big loss and kind of a, a heartbreaking loss or tough loss for them. This week you play a team that's coming off a big win. Which, uh, I guess, do you prefer? Is there a big difference there? I don't think there's a big difference. You know, I think that both teams are still really good teams. You know, I feel like we still should have put up, I guess, uh, I wouldn't say a better, a better fight. I think we fought well. I just think we should have put up a better performance last week. You know, and Arizona State's another good team that we're going to play this week, and we're going to play great teams the rest of the year. So uh, I don't think that the week before is indicative of what the team is going to be this week. And so uh, we just got to come out ready to play. You know, Arizona State's a good team in all phases, and so – uh, we just have to hone down on, on everything, all the little details, so that we're ready to play from the start. How do you guys approach the practice after a game like Oregon? Like, are the coaches hard on you? Do you have to be hard on yourselves? No, I, I don't think so. You know, I think that you just go back uh, on Sunday, so we go back and watch film and kind of see what we can do to fix things so that other teams can't take advantage of that. And I just come out uh, ready to work, basically. <clears throat> you know, I think we had a really good practice today uh, after a tough loss. and. You know, the guys are, you know, fired up and ready to go again. You know, I think that there's more, even though, you know, you never want to lose. And, you know, we're not taking any, I uh, almost close to this. Uh, we almost won or anything like that. But, you know, there's definitely, you know, still confidence in the team, you know, that we can get the job done. And uh, we're looking to do that this week against ASU. Asefo, what needs to change for your team to get the job done on the road and get that Pac-12 road away? Uh, just taking care of the football and then uh, I guess trying to force three knots on defense. You know, I think, but especially for an offense, we, had, we have to take care of the football. Uh, the first drives, first two drives this week against Oregon, uh, just two, you know, bonehead mistakes by an offense and uh, that puts them in seven points, uh, gives them seven points. And so I think that if we take care of those, you know, maybe we go up 17 10 at half instead of 17 all or, or something else even happens. And so. We just got to be more consistent and uh, you know, take care of the football. Anything else for Sefo? All right, thank you. First of all, I'd like to talk about um, the, the crowd Saturday night, the game. Um, as far as the lightning and coming and going, I, I was really impressed with the, the enthusiasm, the energy, and uh, it was exciting for our players to see, and it was a, a lot of fun for those young men out there. And, um, that really inspired our guys, and I want to thank our fans and our and our student body um, being into it. And uh, I think it was the latest 
the, the latest kickoff or the latest ending of a game ever? Both. Or something? Both. Kickoff, yes. Right. And Platty, did, you didn't go to sleep, did you, Dave? No. So, um, but uh, now we're getting ready for uh, ASU. Uh, you know, they're, a, I think, an excellent football team. Um, they, uh, they really hit their stride Saturday. Uh, their, their quarterback, I uh, thought, played really, really well. Um, they were able to move the ball early and often. Um, and defensively, uh, they cause a lot of problems for UCLA. Um, you know, we're going down there to play. It's a, a tough place to play. Ty Graham does a great job with their team, and they've got a lot of excellent athletes. It's going to be a, a, a tough test for us, but our, our kids are excited about going there to play. And we had a, um, the best Tuesday practice we've ever had after a, after a, a loss, and we've had a few of them. Um, that was the best practice we've ever, ever, ever had on a Tuesday. The enthusiasm, the effort. We played late at night. We played a physical game. Those guys could have came out there today. Um, so I saw a, an excellent pep in their step, which uh, is a pleasant surprise. Not a surprise. It's a pleasant thing to see as a coach, knowing that they came off a tough loss after a late night. Um, and uh, I was excited to see their enthusiasm and their effort today. So I'll take any questions at this time. Coach, uh, the injuries are starting to pile up a little bit yeah. um, for this team. Um, on the offensive and defensive side of the ball, do you guys feel like you're getting stretched a little bit? Uh, yeah, the injuries are piling up, and that's what happens when you're playing game after game. Uh, and uh, But the good thing is we've got guys that are going in there and, and I think are doing a, a good job. Um, and uh, so we'll... You know, Kenneth Oglebody, um, you know, hurt his leg. He had to leave. Hurt it in the first half and kept playing. Um, I'm not a doctor, of course, but basically he got hit in the leg. It started swelling up, and it would, had nowhere to go, so they had to take him to the hospital and actually cut his leg and drain it. Um, so he'll be out four to six weeks, and he's an excellent player for us. But uh, we were able to throw Ryan Severson in there, who's played a lot of football for us, and... Um, so, you know, now our two starting linebackers are down and out, um, but we'll keep going along. Um, and uh, we had to move around a few people on the offensive line when, when Sam um, got dinged up a little bit. And, uh, but we had been preparing for that. And, you know, we've got Shane Callahan, and we can move Nimbot to the other side. And we've got John Lasella. And, um, so I, I feel good uh, about those guys being able to play. But, yeah, you're right. You play in the, you play in the Pac-12, and we've got – a lot more games left. We're going to get banged up. We'll get some other guys back too. You know, we'll get Patrick Carr back this week, and um, hopefully we'll get a couple other guys back. We'll know as the end of the week goes along. So it's kind of a rotating deal. But you're right, we are um, getting a little thin in some spots. But the good thing is, I think we're putting guys in that I think that definitely can can play. Coach, yes. Uh, Diego Gonzalez has yeah. already evolved into a, a legitimate weapon for this offense, and are you more confident sending him out there uh, from long range? Right. To be honest with you, I've always had confidence in Diego from the first time I ever saw him kick. Because, you know, when you come to practice, you, if you watch him warm, you can just hear the ball pop. And uh, his issue was is when he got here, getting used to everything. And then last year, he kind of tweaked his leg, his back a little bit for some reason. Had a little, so he had to kind of rest it and do it, and that kind of set him back. Or he would have kicked for us some last year, especially kickoffs um, at that time. Um, you know, because Will was doing job. But I have all the world confidence in Diego to make any kick. And, you know, he has a very – I mean, he can make it from 60 if he has to. I mean, he really can without even um, – you know, it's a long kick. But I, I wouldn't hesitate if we had to get a game winner to hit it from 60. I wouldn't be surprised to see him make it. Um, you know, he hit the 252 yarders that had plenty of distance. And, um, 
uh, I, I feel really good about Diego, and he has a lot of confidence. And uh, he, you know, he's also just a. He, if you get around him, you get to know him a little bit. He's a great kid, great personality, and you know, has a good personality for a kicker. He kind of lets things roll off his back a little bit. And uh, um, so, I wish I had that with my golf swing, but it's not true. Coach Arizona State has a pretty aggressive defense. Does that? Present some different challenges, but also some opportunities. Yeah, they, um, Todd does a really good job with their defense. They've got an excellent defensive staff. Um, they're, you know, the, the thing that presents their biggest problem is their D line is quick and athletic. So when they do stunt and move, their guys are powerful and can bend and get through you. So you have to be squared up on them and stay in front of them. And they they do blitz you a lot. You know, that's right. Um, you either. It's either feast or famine, so to speak, and you've got to understand that, that they're going to get some negative plays on you, but hopefully if you pick it up right and do some things, you can bust some runs, you can make some big throws, and so you have to have the mentality, they got us this time, but we'll get them the next two times, and you can't, you know, you can't get down. So they're going to make some plays, and hopefully we'll make some plays. Coach, going back to the injuries, do you have a timetable for uh, Michael Atkins' return? Um, whenever he was out there running today, I'll get with the trainers again tomorrow, um, and we'll see. You know, hamstrings are really a weird type of thing. You, and you, they, the, the person, it's always the person, but hamstrings are a little bit, that's not something you can kind of gut through. You know, if you can't run it, running back and stretch out and speed and kicking into gear, you can't go. Um, it's not like a, a shoulder or an ankle or, a, you know, something like that that you can kind of gut through a little bit. Um, the hamstring's a little bit different. So we'd love to have him back. I, I don't know if we'll have him back this week or not. Coach, uh, Arizona State has a really good defensive line. You talked about a second ago. They bring a lot of guys down behind the line of scrimmage. And last week was the first time we saw your running game struggle a little bit. Mm -hmm. What can we expect from your running game this week? Well, I definitely hope it's uh, better than it was last week, uh, you know, and that we're able to, to hit on them. You know, with their team, like when we played them last year, we ran the ball pretty well against them, but we had a lot of negative runs too but then we pop some 40 and 50 yarders. So I think that's kind of how the game will probably go. Um, there'll be a couple like, why did you just run that play, coach? And then you run it again again, and then it pops. That's just the way their defense is and the way it works. So um, that's what I foresee us being able to do. And we definitely need to be able to run the ball, and that gives, puts us on balance and uh, we'll be able to score more and, and control the clock and do those types of things. Do you expect to have Sam Kronzage back at left tackle this week? Um, don't know yet. Don't know yet. We'll find out he's in the – Concussion protocol. Um, you know, they do the test today. And it, you know, it's a it's a process, um, and we're preparing for him not to be there, but he could be there, um, and that's something that, you know, is another thing that you have to deal through all the details. I think is you want to make sure you take care of the young man and everything's okay. Coach, last week you talked about the importance of on defense of staying in lanes and being disciplined against their offense. You gave up a lot of yards. Mm -hmm. Was it physical, mental, disciplined, overmatched athletically? What, what was the reason that they ran for so many yards? Well, on the first touchdown run, um, we busted. When 21, when Royce um, bounced outside, um, we screwed up. Um, the, uh, and then a couple runs, you know, he made some really good runs. He ran through some people and um, made some good plays. They made some good blocks. Um, number five was extremely fast. On his one run, uh, he just uh, made us miss in the hole, you know, and then took off. And our, our safety had a bad angle, and then we got him down finally. So, you know, you can go back and go, wow, you know, you just got to make the tackle in the hole. And 
and, and that happens sometimes. But we got to rally. We got to have more guys there. We got to keep um, preparing. You know, the, the thing we didn't do, um, we had the, we caused the one turnover. Um, we needed to we need to cause a couple more turnovers. Um, and if, if we do that on defense, that that helps us out. You know, the um, you know we, we stopped them on the big fourth down, and then you know the, one of the big plays in the game, they run the reverse on third and two, um, and we. Nice run by the guy. Tedrick had a great chance to, you know, it was just a, it was just a good play by their by their guy, um, and that was that was a big play in the game. If we, you know, if we get his heel, they're punting to us. So uh, and then it's anybody's ball game at that time too. So, um, but we've got to do better fitting up the run. And you know, they're they're they've always been a good running football team. And like I said, I think Royce uh, Freeman is one of the top three or four backs in the country. I really do. And if I could just follow up on that, what about Arizona State's running game? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, Arizona State's running game's good. I, I don't know how we're going to tackle Kalen Bellage when 22 guys can't tackle him from 30 yards out. Um, we've got to figure out how to do that. Uh, they're a good running football team. I thought last week their quarterback ran the ball more. He was a little bit more of a dual-threat guy. I think that gave him – he felt comfortable. So I know that's what they'll do again, something to that effect. So we've got to be able to account for the quarterback and the running back. Uh, you know, I think that uh, – I think we're definitely improving on defense. But there's good athletes in space, and we've got to cause turnovers. We've got to make some stops on third downs. Pac-12 teams are going to gain some yards, uh, but we've got to keep them out of the end zone and, and cause some more turnovers. You mentioned after the game the other day, you guys really struggled finding a rhythm offensively mm -hmm. this year. With so many moving parts on the offensive line, has that been a, a big part of it? Uh, yes, it would be. Um, but um, that can't be an excuse. We've got to find a little bit better rhythm. Um, and, you know, we've had some games, we've had some rhythm. Uh, I think that uh, we'll be better uh, this week on that. We've got a couple running backs back. Um, Seth feels a lot better today than he did last Tuesday. I mean, a lot better. So I think that'll help our rhythm of different things that we're doing. Um, and, I, and I like, um, you know, you kind of start, you kind of catch up a little bit, so to speak. I think that one thing is we had such, and we should, and we need to be better. We had such high expectations, me personally, for our offense that I think that we'll end up reaching them. You know, last year I don't think we had high expectations for them, and they we were moving the ball. And I think we have high expectations for our guys, and I think we'll move, I think we'll move the ball. We moved the ball well on this team last year. I think we had 534 yards. I'd like to do that again. Coach, what goes into your strategy on kickoffs? I think a lot of fans wonder why don't they just take Diego's big leg and, and kick it out of the end zone? Um, well, we have um, used Diego before. Um, doing that, um, Chris was kicking it better in, uh, in the preseason um, than Diego was at the time. Um, also, um, we, with kickers, okay, when you play golf, you know, when you, when you drive, you kind of hit a little bit harder. And then when you're chipping and doing that, it's a little bit different stroke. Well, the field goal kicker needs to have a consistent stroke. And we wanted to make sure Diego also really felt good about his stroke on, on, on field goals. And you, you see that in the pros too a lot. You see a kickoff guy and a field goal guy. Um, but, um, you know, we're uh, looking at Diego um, having a chance to kick off some now that we feel very comfortable about him with field goals. Coach, you were tied in story and things kind of didn't go your way. Yeah. What's, what does it take now to finally close out those games? You know, you proved it against CSU that you have know, the team has the ability to close out. Today. What does it take to close out against Pac-12 teams? Well, and number one is, I mean, 
we made some big stops. We're right there. We're moving the ball, and we have an unfortunate. Uh, we didn't pick up a, a blitz correctly, and um, Cepho scrambles, and we have the fumble. That's a give him a short field, and that was a huge turning point in the game. And then the third down and two play. So honestly, if you take those two plays out and they go the other way, we get the guy, we pick up that blitz. It's a different game, and. That's not coach speak, that's reality. Now, it used to be nine or 10 plays. Now it's down to one or two or three. Um, I look at that as progress. It's still not a win. It is still disappointing and not good enough. Um, but I, I think that's where we are. We've got to make those one or two plays we're not making. And against Pac-12 teams, you're going to have different pressure. You're going to have different speed. And I believe that, I don't, I don't believe, I know we'll start making some of those plays in some of these games coming up. And. Uh, We'll be in here talking about the victory. So, you guys uh, having your two linebackers out? Uh, two guys we heard a lot about during camp that haven't seen much is Julie Lawini and NJ Fallon. Mm -hmm. Is there an opportunity for them to get some playing time here? Yeah, NJ is playing inside, and Jalil Lawini's playing outside. He played some of the game the other night, um, and he'll play some um, this week. He's also playing a huge role for us. He's on every single special team, he starts on all four special teams. And he's been doing a good job there, um, too. So he's just kind of getting his feet wet a little bit on that. And, um, and NJ's played some at inside backer and played on special teams. So those are guys, as, as it keeps unfolding, um, we'll get more playing time. Coach, I don't know if you read what, what's written about your program, but you, get, you can probably gauge from the questions who we're writing about. Is there a player on this team that nobody's really paying a lot of attention to who's really made a big impact this year or is much improved over last year that, that it's kind of on the radar screen, screen people watching, watching the team? Well, I, I think Justin Solis has really improved. Uh, I think he, you know, he's playing a, a good role inside, doing a good job for us in there. I, I think that uh, – um, Alex Kelly is someone that our center um, is a stable to us and a, a great team leader that, um, that does a great job. Uh, you know, uh, guys that you're not talking about as much. Um, you know, Sean Irwin um, isn't, we don't, he hasn't caught a lot of balls. We had a few he's caught, a few, um, um, that type of thing. But he kind of does everything for us on offense, tight end, does that. You know, uh, George Frazier have written about some. He's kind of a utility guy, that unsung hero, so to speak. Jordan Murphy, our backup fullback, is on our leadership council and plays on every special team, number 33, and, and has had some big plays for us and does a lot of things. Uh, you know, those, those, those guys are guys. Uh, I also think that, um, you know, uh, uh, I think Rick Gamboa has really stepped in and um, done a, a, a good job for us and, and played hard. He's an extremely smart football player. You know, uh, Ryan Severson is a guy that will start this week who plays every special team, plays defense. He's a, he's a, he's a what I would call a warrior for us. Those are some guys there. There's other guys too, but those are guys off the top of my head that might not get as much accolade, so to speak. Coach, you talked at the beginning of the year about having to take steps and blew a couple of people out and you came back and went to CSU and you, you were able to come back. Is that next step a, a big Pac-12 win? Oh yeah, we you know no doubt we need to take the next step. We need to we need to get more than one. 
um, for sure. And that's what our plan is. We, our young men definitely, um, if, if I would ask all of y'all in the summer, in the last summer, beginning of the summer, let's say June or beginning of spring practice, that we would be tied at halftime with Oregon, and with eight and a half minutes to go, it's 31-24, and we got the ball. How many of y'all would have said, I'll take that bet, Mike? So um, we did not win. That is not good enough whatsoever. Um, but our, we are improving, and we've got to go win games to get over that hump. There's no doubt about that. We've got to go win football games to get over that hump. sounds like a sense of urgency with that sense of urgency um especially with the offense it seems to have a struggle to find its rhythm against some of the better teams that have played this right year. is it best to be patient with them and just keep working what you've been working or do you look at tweaks to try to jump start the offense what's that process like that's, a, that's an excellent question it's both <laughs> you you work at the things you know they can execute under pressure and then if you see things that you could tweak off of that, that's something that it could attack the defense that it's going to do to us or attack a certain player or run behind a certain guy more, those types of things um, will um, definitely help us. We've, one of the things is we've got to get into a rhythm. And you always hear that, but we've got to get into a rhythm on offense some. And when we have, we've, we've done a good job of that, even in the couple of the games that, you know, We've struggled in offensive. We've had a couple of drives that we got in a rhythm, and we need to be able to get in that rhythm. You know, the disappointing thing about, um, you know, there's a couple of disappointing things, but Saturday night was our beginning of the second half. That was really disappointing. Um, and it was kind of crazy. It, I don't know if it was because when we came, but the first play we run, we're wide open and we slip down. The next play, we're open and we slip down. We just slipped. And I don't know if we came back out and, you know, we were the first ones back on the field and it was kind of dewy and you kind of get, I, I don't have a clue, but those type of things hurt us. And then they went down and um, ran the ball down our throat and scored. Um, and then we had the situation there. And then we came back and were able to stand up and make some plays. So I, I, that was, uh, uh, you know, the beginning of the second half um, was uh, disappointing for, for all of us. And uh, we've got to do a better job of that coming out and saying, and we've had a couple of second halves where we've come out with the ball and done well because um, we deferred to try to get the ball. And we'll, in that game, though, they took the kick. We were going to defer um, but because uh, I felt like we would be able to come out in the second half and, and have an opportunity to win it. So I don't know if I answered your question exactly right, but we've got to – you've got to hit on all cylinders more often on offense, and we've got to make more stops on third downs. Like I said, if you go back to one or two plays, it really is that close. But uh, the rhythm has got to be better on offense. I agree with you. Anything else for Coach? Yeah, I want to touch. I want to just say something real quick about the incident because I know some people have talked about it. Um, just to let you all know exactly what happened in the game. Um, first of all, unfortunate the way it was handled. Um, that's not who I am. That's not who my character is. But this is exactly what happened in the game. After the play was over, our Ryan Moeller got slammed to the ground, literally, late. So I, I went up to the official. I asked the official, are y'all going to call that? He goes, coach, you better get your coaches off the field or I'm going to throw a penalty. 
So I turned, I saw some of our coaches on the field. I got Joe and pushed him over off. And then I turned around and saw the flag. I turned around and said, Joe, you just got us a 15 yard penalty. I was intense at the moment. We're in the heat of a battle. I will not handle it that way again. Later on, the official that threw the flag came up to me during the game and said, Coach, you got to make sure you keep your coaches off the field or I'll throw another flag. So um, I've got to do a better job of our coaches controlling themselves and me controlling myself. I'm um, sorry the way it was handled. And uh, Joe and I are, are fine. There's no issues there um, whatsoever. And uh, that's something that will not happen again. And uh, that's, um, how, that's exactly what happened. And uh, um, and how it happened and why it, why it was what went on. So, all right. Thank you very much. Thank you, Coach. Your judgment, Solis. Solis, take that off. Going for a reason. Have a brush. Do you want it? Justin, you're now without your your top inside linebackers. Both of them are out. Uh, how do you guys kind of rally as a defense with those guys not in there? Um, you know, it's you know it's, it's, it's going to be a big loss missing Ko. But Coach Levitt tells us, you know, Coach Jeffco told us today that you know it really all always starts up front with us at D line. And, you know, not having Ko out there is you know it's going to be a huge loss. But it's definitely something that we accept as a challenge as a D line. And you know we're really going to have to step it up. You know while he's out, especially you know this is the upcoming game against Arizona State. And, you know, however other, other games he's missing. But, yeah, it's really up to us in the secondary. But, you know, mostly us to really step it up on the defensive line. Justin, obviously, uh, you know, Oregon ran the ball pretty well against you guys the other day. And now, without those two guys, is there more pressure on you guys in the defensive line to make sure you're on top of your game and playing maybe your best game of the year at this point? Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, you know, they're telling you know, it's, it starts up front with us. And having those guys back there missing is a huge loss. And you know, I've been telling the guys all day at practice today, you know, we really got to start picking it up seriously because, you know, it's, it's unacceptable what happened, you know, against Oregon. We can't be allowing that many rushing yards. And, you know, really, it really all, you know, comes down to us. And, you know, we really need to step it up as a whole D-line. And, you know, the thing is, you know, we, we're, we're going to get um, more people rolling in, uh, more fresh legs in there. Because, you know, it seems like a lot of the guys out there who, you know, they might be playing a little bit too much, you know, they get tired as the game goes on. So we're definitely going to start rolling in, you know, some more fresh bodies in there. And, you know, I think we're going to do a good job. Justin, uh, Coach called this the best Tuesday practice after a loss he's ever had here at CU. Do you agree? And I guess, what does that say about you guys? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like we came out and had a good, a good day of practice. Everyone had energy. Everyone was flying around. Everyone, you know, was doing their jobs right. And, you know, this, it's, you know it really says a lot about our character on this team, just to come off a huge loss like that. You know, no one hung their heads. Everyone's keeping their heads high. Everyone's staying confident. And we really came out today and showed that. Justin, we talked in the summer, and I asked you if you felt like you were going to be in every down defensive lineman. You said you felt that way, but you weren't sure if the coaches felt that way. Uh, you've been pretty close. How much work went into to you being able to get into that position? Yeah, you know, these coaches, you know, they all, everyone always thinks I'm just like a run stopper. But, you know, I've been really trying to prove that I can, you know, rush the quarterback a little bit. And, you know, they take me off sometimes on third and longs. But, you know, I'm really trying to prove that I can, I can stay out there on those third down situations and really uh, press the quarterback. You know, it's been something I've been working on my pass rush, and you know, I feel like I'm getting better at it. And hopefully, you know, they give me the opportunity. Uh, you have Jace back healthy now, and I think Eddie's going to come back. You know, not this week or you know, sometime soon. How, you talked about the fresh legs. How important is it to have those guys coming in there, rotating 
you know, I think it's really important. Yeah, you, like we're you know we're conditioned. We're probably one of the best, better conditioned teams in the Pac-12. But as defensive linemen, you know, we're constantly getting beat up in there in the trenches, and you know it's hard to go you know 80, 90 plays a game. You know, it starts to take its toll on our bodies. So having Jason Eddie back is you know is going to do pay, pay dividends for us. You know, having those fresh legs in there, so you know we can get a break. You know, the starters and so that they can get some playing time out there. Yeah, this is definitely you know my first year really playing this much. You know, I'm just enjoying the ride. It's my last year here. You know, as much as we love to have Josh here, you know, we miss him. But I'm definitely taking full advantage of the opportunity that I've been given, and you know, I'm gonna make the most of it definitely. And I feel like, you know, we, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anything else for Justin? All right, thank you. Thank you.